In our opinion, movies can be found in one of two realms. The realm of the renown, those active in the minds of pop culture, your masterpieces, your witty comedies, your impactful horror. There are even those so bad they're good, cult classics. This is not a show about those movies. Instead, we bravely venture into the realm of the forgotten. We plummet the depths of the mediocre, the left behind, the seventh at the box office, and the bottom of the bargain bin. What strange horrors will we find on our exploration? What unholy dialogue will we encounter? What artifacts that may at first have been overlooked will we reclaim? I'm Wesley. I'm Peter. And I'm Lily. And hello from Obscurity. So today we're talking about the movie. Oh yes, we need to make an intro sometime. But yet unwritten theme intro. <laughs> yet written. Add theme intro later. Uh, today we are talking about Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. So, vampire Hunter. Damn it, Vampire yeah. Hunter. Wesley, if you're gonna participate in this, I'd like it to be, you know, just just try a little more. I'm just trying my best to get through the day <laughs> and get through this movie. So today we have some dissenting views, yeah, uh, some different views on this movie, uh, which I'm very excited to talk about. This film, uh, this cinematic masterpiece. So yes, uh, so get on your little tiny sunglasses as everybody in this movie did, <laughs> and uh, we'll get talking. <laughs> Uh, I I just want to say when I was looking when I was doing a little research for this movie, um, when you uh, when you just Google it when you just Google Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter cast, um, uh, it does not list um, Benjamin Walker who plays Abraham Lincoln, who is in my opinion phenomenal in this. He's, he's good. Do you know who it lists instead? Who? Daniel Day Lewis. Yes, it lists Daniel yeah. Day Lewis. I think I saw that. I actually saw that too. Oh, that's such a burn on him, on Ben. Especially oh. because in the same year that he played Abraham Lincoln, right. Daniel Day Lewis won. The his, oh, really? His, he won his third Oscar yeah, for Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I remember what was going when, on in 2012. Um, I remember when this came out and there was the this kind of became like the butt of a lot of jokes because it was like you know the steven steven spielberg tony kushner written you know sally Mm -hmm, field and mm -hmm. then vampires (laughs) like vampire hunter yeah i didn't watch it until i was um a freshman in college in my friend's dorm and i remember it was like i had just very fond memories because it was like i'm making friends in college this is fun like we're not we don't have to study yet because freshman classes are pretty easy (laughs) so i um i have a like an emotion like i have fond memories of watching this for the first time yes and we should say that this is this is a rewatch for all of us yes we've all seen this before yes Um, yeah i i remember i I did not see it in the. I didn't even know it came out in theaters. Mm-mm. Really? Because, uh, no, wait, I'm lying. <laughs> because I, I have a conspiracy theory about it. I uh, re- I retract my original statement. I absolutely <laughs> saw this in theaters because when I saw it, uh, at the very end of the movie, 
You know what? Maybe I should save this for later. <laughs> okay. Because it's very good. It's. I think it's very good. It'll entice people to listen to the whole episode. Yes. Stick around oh. for my conspiracy theory about <laughs> Abraham Which, Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And dear listener, um, I was a skeptic when he first told me, but then upon hearing it, he he kind of I kind of jumped on board the mm-hmm. theory. So mm-hmm. um, bear that in mind, dear listener. Okay, well, I don't even know about this secret, so I I have to Great. wait yeah, I, as well. I think I might have like alluded but to it before, but I don't think I've actually told you, uh, okay. which will be great. But you watched it in theaters. I saw it in theaters, and then I bought the DVD. And oh, I, wow. yeah, I got the DVD, I want to say, probably 10 months ago at Half Price Books. Mm-hmm. Um, I always scour to see if there's a gem, and I was like, oh, I would love to rewatch this. And I've since watched it, at l- I think, maybe 10 times. Yeah, I've seen it about Jeez. 10 times, too. Both of you? Yeah, I love this oh movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, it became sort of a comfort food. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I got to jump in and be the <laughs> yeah, have be the it. guy who, the voice of sanity, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> this movie is so bad. Uh, oh, my gosh. So bad in all the right ways. No, not in all the right ways. I would have loved a tongue-in-cheek adventure about Abraham Lunk Abraham Lunkin. Abraham Lunkin. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> uh, you know, axe wielding. What? Abraham Lincoln log. You would have yeah, watched well, that. I would have watched the Lego version of uh, Abraham Lincoln Ooh. Vampire Hunter. Yeah. But no, it was. It was not tongue in cheek. It was in the vein of a gritty re- reboot of a like a superhero film. It was like The Dark Knight, that's, origin that's story I, of Abraham Lincoln. Obviously, he was a vampire hunter. That, that, that's why I liked it so much because it took itself so seriously. It, did you for, like it, Peter? Ironically, though, or did you like it? Because I feel like this wasn't going for the irony, which I I think it completely no. missed its mark. Well, like, in my opinion, it's a tricky question because I think when I first watched it, I did like it for the irony. But the more I watch it, the more I legitimately enjoy it. (laughs) There's a there's a scene which I everybody talks about the uh, 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 loop in the third has one of the best chase scenes uh, ever put to film. Uh, Who? What? The Studio Ghibli uh, Lupin the Third movie. There's this car chase scene that's like ranked as like one of the best chase scenes ever, ever shown on the big screen. I disagree. The best chase scene ever put to film is the horse. (laughs) Is the horse thing? I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know what to call it. The stampede, frog hop, vampire fight. Axe gun. <laughs> and it's very um uh just uh I think I I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, so there's also a very heavy emotional aspect to it because the guy he's chasing, um in the beginning of the movie you see that he killed his mom, he bit his mom, he is a vampire, and now he is trying to kill Mary Todd. So it's very like the stakes are high. I mean it's intense. The Bart's Bart's yeah. his name was something Bart. Jack, John- Jack Barnes. Barnes. Jack Barnes. Barts. No, it's Barts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's not a normal name. <laughs> oh my god. And then in the um 
before the fight scene starts, it's so great because he just takes off his glasses and you see there's this bullet where his eye should be. And he just takes off his glasses and goes, Abraham fucking Lincoln. It's the so only F word that was probably said. Yeah. Because no, it I kept its it... PG-13 rating, didn't it? Yeah. No, th- it's R. It is R? But it, I liked that there wasn't a ton of that language because then it Abraham. has more impact. Yeah, the no. Fucking it would... declaration of the fucking <laughs> union. I cannot think of anything that he did. The Gettysburg fucking address. Yeah, That's there you go. Turn into a Tarantino. Friggin', that horse uh, scene. I want to talk about that for please. like two seconds. Yes. I want to uh, talk about that for the whole podcast. No, oh, no, we're not. <laughs> Wesley's not in a good place talking about this movie. <laughs> no, no, no I, I actually am excited to talk about this movie. It's just, they treat horses <laughs> like Fast and the Furious treats their cars. <laughs> I mean, they're Tokyo drifting all their horses everywhere. Remember when Speed comes in, or what's his name? Yeah, Speed. No, you got it right. Yeah, he comes in, he like crashes the gothic ball in New Orleans. Yeah, I bet you didn't even know you could jump a horse off a ramp. (laughs) Let alone like whip it into a a wall and then turn it like a car. They shift those horses into fourth gear. (laughs) And we what love kind of him horse, for it. What kind of horsepower does your horse have? It has about nine horsepower, this horse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Real quick, facts and okay. figures. Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter, uh, directed by, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to say this right. Timur Bekmakmitov. Bekmakmitov. Bekmabatov, Timur Bekmabatov, oh my god, oh my god, Timur Bekmabatov. There That's we go. The new tongue twister. T- yeah. Timur Bekmabatov, um, a Russian, if you couldn't have guessed, filmmaker. What? Uh, produced by Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton got really? it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Tim Burton teamed up with Timur. I will not say his last name. Yeah, it'll be Timur. Uh, bought the rights to the uh, uh, original novel written by Seth Graham Smith. And then they got Seth Graham Smith to write the screenplay as well. Yeah. And then um, a little bit of behind the scenes about that. So he is um, Seth Graham Smith. Mm-hmm. He wrote Pride and Prejudice Zombies. And he wrote Sense and Sensibility Sea Monsters. Mm-hmm. So this is very <laughs> much in his wheelhouse of like, let me insert, you know, this fantastical element into these sort of historical canon mm-hmm. stuff and before the book was published they had secured the movie rights oh i'm sure <laughs> like this moved um th- the production on this was so quick and um just kind of a funny thing and i don't i think i'll leave you guys to be the the judges of what this means is for seth as a writer All but right. um <laughs> So, and this is in the behind the scenes thing on the DVD. This is Seth's own words. I'm not, you know. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. A week before they were getting ready to pitch the movie to the major studios, uh, Seth realized the script had no villain. (laughs) Hmm. Um, And they made Adam, uh, sort of the main vampire villain, uh, Rufus Sewell's uh, character in the movie, uh, in a last minute scramble to get a villain. Um, really? Yes. That's and so I, interesting. He's, yeah. Because he's such a major role. 
And he's I a know. good villain. Yeah. He's like, a, and they got a really good actor. They sure did. Like Rufus. I, I think, yes, he's very underrated. Wesley and I love him. He played Alexander Hamilton in the John Adams series. Yes, he did. He, um, he's in my favorite rom-com, The Holiday. Like mm. he was, he in, played um, in Dark City. We should, yeah, we should maybe a, revisit that show, uh, movie. Cause um, it's like the Matrix one year before the Matrix came out. Oh, interesting. So yeah, yeah I thought that so was good. really funny that they, um, before the script like while they were getting ready to pitch it he was like oh we don't have a villain yeah this issue this movie posits like all of the bad things in human history were just vampires and absolves like europeans (laughs) of centuries of guilt yeah it's all because of weird the genocide of indigenous people vampires. vampires like uh, slavery vampire movie. vampires so it's it's yeah. all it's not dissimilar to uh our previous movie priest where every war in america <laughs> and human history has just been proxy wars for vampires yes. versus humans as i said in our priest review if you want to watch priest don't just watch abraham lincoln vampire Hunter. <laughs> better action better vampires mm-hmm. um, better train better train oh, gosh yeah i did Way better i train. thought about that too that like this movie ends with a train. Yep. <laughs> no, I looked on uh, IMDb and I looked at uh, the suggestion box. Like, oh yeah, down it's like on the, the first bottom. thing. <laughs> yeah, Priest is right there. Uh-huh. It came out around the same time. It. I didn't know that this was based off of a graphic novel or a novel. I don't know what it is, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that it was based off of a novel. I knew about um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I didn't know this was the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when he was talking about it, he said he got the idea for it when he was doing the Pride and Prejudice Zombies book tour. And it was the some anniversary of Lincoln's birth, I think. So he was going around bookstores all around America. And you had and this was peak again. We're going back to peak Twilight. Um, yeah. Vampires are in. Exactly. So it's, he said in every bookstore, there was the Lincoln table and the vampire table. And he just thought, <laughs> why don't I just combine? Them? I mean, I'm literally like, these are his words. Yeah. Like, I'm not putting words in his mouth. <laughs> like, this is what he said. That's a smart he man. He seems like kind of an, uh, 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 kind of a, has the same logic of like a hacky producer where it's like, ooh, uh-huh. kids love this and they love bubble gum and razor scooters. Let's put it in one, co- um, one movie. But yeah. you know, I'm gonna make Duff. a Lincoln. I'm you gonna make a Lincoln exploitation movie. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> say though <laughs> is a lot of really sad things happened in Lincoln's life that it like it it's these openings for a writer to be like, oh, uh, his three sons, and in the movie you only see Willie, his youngest yeah. son that died. Um, and if you only saw the movie, you would think they only had one child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his mother died. And like, so you would, so they Life just went inserted all oh, vampires, oh, vampires. Yeah. I thought that was a bit insulting. That's like the the word that I would use sometimes in this movie. Like there was so, just a l- I was watching it with Morgan and we were both kind of like, Ugh. but it's, it's not unpalpable. It's just like, huh? So William yeah, got it, bit by a vampire, but that's that's yep. me. That's me. There are there are they basically write off disease as a problem. There are no diseases in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Just, there's only vampires, and there's so many. And um, Dominic um Cooper's character Henry Sturgis, who is the um hmm. 
sort of his entry point into vampires uh, hunting when he's a young boy after um, when he's grown up you learn that there's there are vampires in every city every in city. every oh, state yeah. of the union uh-huh. so it's this massive like there's so many and then when you see him he's in springfield and under the guise of like i don't know just being a normal guy but he's really a vampire hunter at he's night really and you see vampire. him digging the graves yeah. there's a lot of graves there's a whole <laughs> bunch of graves and it's like it's the, the pharmacist the preacher the you know like all these different people are like there's so many all right. Yeah. So there are there are tons. What's up? Real, real quick, I'm, real gonna, quick. I'm just gonna give the blanket overview, and then we can really start digging into it. So Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, as its name suggests, is about the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, uh, who <laughs> learns uh, after he tries to kill the man who kills his mother that vampires are real. He is hired by. Uh, Henry Sturgis, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is hired by Henry Sturgis, who you later find out is also a vampire, to hunt vampires all across this great country. Well, uh, uh, eventually he pursues a political career and uses his position in office to wage civil war against the vampires. <laughs> uh, and it is perfect in every sense no. of the word. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Leslie, you're it's wrong. So it's two against one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Majority rules. Yeah. Democracy. I and understand. At, at first, you think, you know, of all, like, it makes sense that, oh, if he was seeing a whole uh, Abraham Lincoln table and a Twilight table, it makes sense that he would put them together. But while I was doing my research, I learned a very interesting fact about Abraham Lincoln. Did you know he was a Greco-Roman wrestler? I saw that too, yeah. <gasps> no. I did not know this at all. And he, apparently crazy. he wrestled in, he he has 301 recorded wrestling matches. Oh my goodness. How many do you think he won? Out of 301 matches, how many do you think he won? I know the answer, so Lily, you'll have to answer this. Okay, well, I feel like it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to guess he won, I'm just going all in, he won all of them. He won 300 of them. <gasps> he oh was basically my. John Cena if he was president. Because <laughs> wow. he was so tall. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I guess he was just built. I mean, he was a he was like an axe-throwing man. You saw in the movie, he can chop down a tree in one single swing. In oh, one yeah. This is a swing. historically <laughs> accurate movie. Is that About what you're how saying? how physics work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I say this is not a movie. This is a documentary that we watched. Okay. This, the only thing that's missing from this documentary is Ken Burns' narration. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. I will. Okay, here's the thing. I did like some of this movie. I'm not okay. going to lie. Tell me I, what you liked. I, I know that I'm going to bash on this movie. I thought, especially coming from watching just uh, The Priest, yeah. I thought the slow-mo was a fantastic in this movie yeah they used it sparingly right yeah they didn't oversaturate it they did at the end just a little for for my taste with Mm -hmm. the 300-esque train scene um but like throughout the whole movie like i thought it was really cool cgi yeah for a movie that i think was probably heavily relied on green screen i meant slow motion my bad Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I meant slow motion, and I said CGI. Whoops. Um, I thought everything looked great. 
mm-hmm. like it didn't have to look super realistic, you know but like nothing took me out of it is what i should say like everything flowed for me i was like sure they're riding horses of and course. he's using them as like brakes to stop nah. his you know like okay sure like it just all it all worked for me well and my favorite action the- sequence was um when they go to New Orleans to save um, mm. Anthony Mackie's character, Will, who's mm. a childhood friend of Lincoln. Um, he's like used his bait to get Lincoln because he's gotten famous as being a hunter. Mm-hmm. The vampires, they come down from this from high on the, oh, the yeah. building and they're they in look like a like, plantation style house and there's this lovely right, like old world balcony. And they look like they're part of the fresco. They look like they're part mm-hmm. of the painting yeah. when they move. I never get tired of watching that scene that was the other thing that i really liked is that scene in particular that mm-hmm. was a that was a good action scene there was a lot of moments in that scene and i can't even remember what happened to the like what the violence what violence ha- happened that made me go oh whoa yeah <laughs> but there was a what, few was of those it perhaps moments perhaps when speed crashed a chariot through the giant bay window and sideswiped uh, no. 15 vampires <laughs> Like no, that one I was laughing. Serving a Vin Diesel. Yeah, that one I was just mocking it mercilessly when I saw it. I was like, this is garbage again. But no, it was something before. I can't remember what it was, but I thought there were some cool moves. Abraham Lincoln sure can fight. Oh, yeah. And apparently, not only can Abraham Lincoln fight, the actor who played him. Benjamin Walker. Thank you. Benjamin Walker did almost all of his own stunts. He, you guys... I'm not even going to pretend to be neutral. I think he was so fucking good in this movie, Benjamin Walker. I, th- he's, I think he's a really talented uh, performer. He was in Broadway. Yeah. He knows he can sing. He's done stand-up. Like, I think he's just a very talented and guy. I will, I will say, throughout most of the movie, I do not think he looks like Abraham Lincoln. But when he grows that beard... And That's a puts, convincing portrayal. When he puts on the hat. He got he got the hat. He got the beard. He got the voice. And yeah. I don't even know what real Abraham Lincoln sounds like. <laughs> but I think he sounds like Abraham Lincoln. So historically, people say that his voice was higher than what they thought it would be when they hear him. Because he was kind of a tall, yeah. imposing guy. But then he kind of had this high-pitched voice. I'm Abraham Lincoln. Right. <laughs> Emancipation, no! <laughs> but yeah, I thought... He Benjamin Walker did such a good job in the action scenes, and then when he would debate uh, Alan Tudyk as Stephen Douglas, oh so yeah, um, he his um, debate and like his skills as an orator, I thought I was like, yep, I'm on board. Yep. I believe this. Like, I thought he was really good in every situ- in every facet of Lincoln that this movie posits. Facet. I um, I was on board for Benjamin Walker's portrayal. God. Speaking of Alan Tudyk, let's Alan get into Tudyk it. as the like five minute cameo that is Stephen Douglas preaching. I had po- a question. I had preaching a question. popular sovereignty. What's that, Wesley? <laughs> First of all, they did a great job of just getting minor characters to be played by really famous yeah. people. Like Jimmy Simpson was in this movie. Yep. Uh, and I, to me, I'm like, that's really unfortunate that they got very good people to play in this movie but to you guys i'm sure it was very happy you were very happy yeah. to see them to us every every couple of minutes it's like oh him oh you lucky you um Mar- mary elizabeth weinstead wow you oh, so glad always glad to see you 
She was great, you guys. Like, I won't, I won't stand for any bashing of the uh, the first couple in this <laughs> in this movie. They were great. I, I thought they had good chemistry. They did. It just, it was historically inaccurate. <laughs> but oh, she yeah, was but engaged to Stephen Douglas. She was. That I, did, I that I didn't know. I was about to ask. I was like, was she engaged to Stephen Douglas? Yeah. yeah. I, I, me and Lily were just talking about this uh, uh, earlier that. Every character, probably except for Henry Sturgis, is yes. a real person, uh, including Speed, which I was surprised about. <laughs> uh, Speed's brother went on to become attorney general. All right. Well, that's how you do it. <laughs> and it's like, you... yeah, okay. Re- like, you did your research, I guess, Seth. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I, and it's um the movie's sort I, of a greatest hits of Lincoln's life. Yeah. So you're not like getting in depth, you know, it's like he, you know, log cabin, mom dies, yep. like all you got you know, the moves, cabin, you moves got the to Springfield. Trail, yep. You got the presidency, you got Wedding. the vampire attack, all the classics. Son's death. <laughs> yeah. Um The play. <laughs> the play. Oh no. Apart from that, oh. Mrs. Lincoln, how'd you like the play? Mm-hmm. I <laughs> get so sad at the end you guys i'm not even like because it's like all that and then he gets is killed like they're on the way to the theater like it gets mm-hmm. me every like i'm such a wuss like because <laughs> like mary darling have you seen my hat it's on your desk and i'm like don't go which which by the way wasn't that in lincoln too like the the movie lincoln i'm sure like, have you seen my hat yeah i, was, I didn't know I, that they came out in the same year but no, I, I I was watching the movie, and I was like, it's going to wrap up soon. I think they had just uh, had the invitation. They had just gone to New Orleans mm-hmm. and had kicked some ass. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, cool. It's wrapping up soon. And I looked <laughs> down, 42 more minutes. Oh, yeah. He's not what even the president hell? yet. This is where they I haven't did not even like used the movie. makeup on him yet. <laughs> oh, I did not. His face does not lend to a good like action hero person. <laughs> you don't no. think so? Well, his... it's kind of Paul Bettany syndrome. Oh, really? I thought he was great. Like I, I like him, but like I like him because he doesn't look like he could kick your ass. No, 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 no. Not the actor. The the when they put him in Lincoln, like full make uh Lincoln regalia. That's oh. what I oh, like. Really, I really oh, like that. This is right. silly. Okay. Mm, yeah. You yeah, liked no. him more so when he's in Springfield working at the general store, moonlighting as a... Like, you liked that part. But once he gets yeah. into the White House, that's when you're like, no. Well, I mean, I didn't really care for this movie yeah. anyway, but I was still more on board with him not having a beard. <laughs> and then I totally forgot that, like, he looks exactly like Abraham Lincoln kicking ass and yeah. slinging silver, you know? It's just like, well, okay. Oh, this... And then it, Harriet Tubman shows up. This, oh, Yeah, this yeah. movie, had one of my favorite and she lines. Was, she was great. I loved how she saved their butts when they escaped from New Orleans. They they are on the Underground Railroad. Well, yeah. Well, what, one of my favorite lines from this movie is that at the end, there's a big climactic fight on top of a train. Once again, a train is on fire. Once again, a train is filled with vampires. Once again, our protagonist is being built, beat up by this uh, vampire until some lawman helps him out, and then he gets to beat the vampire. It's very similar to Priest. Um, in, the, in the best way possible. And then finally, the the premise of this is that they've discovered that silver kills vampires, and so they're transferring 
they've collected all the silver in the union and they are uh, going to transfer it to the front lines because the vampires have joined the Southern army and they're just wiping Mm. out everybody because, you know, you can't kill vampires with Mm. normal bullets. And so the vampires attack this train that they think is filled with silver. And when they finally beat up everybody, they tear open the boxes and there's just rocks in the boxes. And the lead vampire, Adam, goes, what's what's all this? This isn't silver at all. And Abraham Lincoln says, this isn't the only railroad. Cut to Underground Railroad. Harriet Tubman is helping just uh, uh, bring silver down to the south to kill some vampires with Mary Todd Lincoln. What can I say? Damn straight. Damn straight. That plan was based off of her not getting caught, and Adam and his the lady vampire. Fidelma. I don't know oh, yeah. Fidelma. Okay, v- Fidelma. They run into Harriet Tubman, and they, they run into Mary uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, aka mm-hmm. what's her name? Mary, Mary Todd, Todd Lincoln. Lincoln. Both Mary with Todd three Weinstead. names. <laughs> right. She was <laughs> born so, to play Mary Todd Lincoln. You guys. And so Adam. <laughs> Was like, leave him alone. We're going to go get Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. which that makes sense. You would have yeah. had the upper hand if you kidnapped the first lady. And yeah, but they didn't evidently, recognize her. She had a hood on, you guys. She had a cloak on. Exactly. Oh. Perfect disguise. At Is night. that what they're positing? Is that what they're saying? That mm-hmm. they didn't recognize them? Yeah, and it's not like Vidalma oh. has personally been inside of the uh, White House and had multiple conversations <laughs> with Mary Todd at this point, and also attacked <laughs> her son. That hasn't happened. That didn't happen. No, so. that one, that one come in. You guys, it was dark. <laughs> oh yeah, and she didn't look her directly in the eyes. Exactly. That's how you gotcha. Know. Uh, yeah, this isn't the no, only railroad. I, uh, I agree with you. Peter is the best line in the movie. It's so oh no, or is it Will Johnson says it? Uh, yeah, I, think, I, I think it's remember. Anthony Mackie that's like, this isn't the only railroad. And then I dab every time I watch it. <laughs> no. I'm so excited whenever they say that because it's just so cool. Because Harriet Tubman, she was a spy for the Union. Mm-hmm. So the fact that right. she would be maneuvering behind the scenes to like advance the cause, like that's what's cool about this movie is it ties into like real things that actually did go down. Like, of course there weren't, you know, but no, there's, these know. El- there's these thematic elements that remain true to history, which yeah. I love. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't like, I can jive with like history being involved with like uh sci-fi or, or, or uh, fantasy. Yeah. But for some reason this did not work for me. So like when I saw <laughs> that they were utilizing Harriet Tubman, I was like, Oh, I don't want her to be involved in this. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> Leave her alone. And like William getting bit by a vampire and that's how he dies. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Okay. I don't know yeah, why. I, would I, I get like, where too you're soon, coming too from. Soon. Yeah. But I, I will say, it, you said my, oh, go on. Wesley, is it because like, I think part of why I think this movie received just the, the, the fact that this movie was the punching bag that it was at the time when it came out, is it partly because, like, this is such a beloved, like, the story and, like, the mythology of this is so loaded and, like, so, like, do you think For that's me, kind yeah. of... Yeah. For me, yeah. I mean, it's, like, slaves, and then you're going to be, like, vampires are the slavers. It's not yeah. a, Or... So the only and... thing I'll say to that... Yes, please. ...is um, the fact that they had the Confederacy be run by... A, 
blood-sucking demonic monsters. Uh, right. It's a pretty good metaphor for uh, the Confederacy, in my opinion. <laughs> and it is. And I, I have no problem with the Confederacy being vampires. It was, I, it was just... Yeah, I hear it you. Was weird. It was a, weird. It was, to me, it was like... You put, you can make this about or, or or I felt like I would much rather have uh like just a random Joe named Jack Joe and uh-huh. he lives in this century and he hunts vampires and they're Confederates and I would have much rather had it be a no- nobody instead of Abraham Lincoln. I don't know why. I think that would have just made it like historical fiction without like using yeah, like a weird I, I, I get that it's but a more big not, not insulting wise not insulting wise it was just like yeah. i couldn't because now i know it's abraham lincoln yeah, it, therefore it does, it's ridiculous to me it does give you that uh because it is the very catchy same with it's the same thing with pride and prejudice and zombies it's like oh yeah this is uh uh you think a certain way when you think about abraham lincoln and then you add vampire hunter onto that <laughs> And, it's, and then you add the Gettys- whole new. <laughs> you add the Gettysburg address at the end when he's mm-hmm. talking. When they just defeated the vampires, and it's like and turn the war. Yeah, yeah, and turn uh, the war. But um, you know, yeah, I it's will a say big that- leap that I think this is a big leap. Like this idea that I think the general movie-going audience probably not up for making. But you well, know, I think I remember. I remember my reaction to this was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be so sick. This is gonna be okay. awesome when it comes out because it's gonna be funny and it's gonna be like that uh, Triceracops. What was it? Uh, the, um, the... Or did you wanted it kind of like Fury. Mars, like Mars Attacks? Kung Fury, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've See, never watched Mars Attacks. I just wanted it to be a romp, and what it was was right down the middle drama. <laughs> And that was and, see, and that again, that's, that's why... what the author says. He says, I wanted it because he wrote the screenplay. Right. He said, how do you want to make this? And Seth said, right down the middle. But see, that that's okay. why I, because yeah, I, I like had that. the same thought going in. When it when it came out, I think I went and saw it in theaters um, with a few friends. And we went specifically to be like, this movie's going to suck. Let's go make fun of it. And... Be, I feel like because I went in with the mindset of I don't think this is going to be good when there were so many parts that I legitimately enjoyed that's why I remember it so favorably all the time <laughs> and then every time I rewatch it I'm like I feel just re-justified because I think every time I go in thinking it can't be as good as I remember it like it's a it has to be a bad movie right it's called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and then I watch it like no it's so good. It's so fun. It has one of my favorite prop weapons of all time. An axe gun? Friggin' Abraham Lincoln famously, famously has an axe. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter famously has an axe that turns into a gun that shoots <laughs> silver bullets. <laughs> and, and he uses it at the end of a horse chase. A horse chase. After a horse has been thrown at him. This That that action sequence reminded me of Matrix Reloaded. I was like, what is going on? Why is this becoming oh. the highway scene? Yeah. <laughs> it's excellent. Always have a contingency plan. I guess so. I also not, and that's not even the only like random turnaround uh, he pulls on vampires. Like, there's the whole scene when he's fighting Adam on top of the uh, uh, train, and he takes out that 
of the pocket watch, the silver pocket watch <laughs> that Henry gave him, and just punches him to death. Because you guys, so the so the line is Rufus Sewell is enraged because he learns that the the silver isn't on this train. He's been lied to. He's been dis, you know he's he's super mad. He's got his whole vampire right, demon right. thing going on, and he just goes, "Where is it, Lincoln? Where's the silver?" And Lincoln just holds onto the pocket watch and he just goes right here uh-huh. and he just punches and he does him. a mortal combat fatality <laughs> well first rufus sewell he he oh, goes so invisible good. and then he yeah. decides yeah. to go straight up to him and become visible again. no i mean <laughs> like, oh by the way i'm right here <laughs> i mean he just he doesn't go like around or at the to the side he just kind of walks up in his yep. invisible form and gets punched uh, in Ugh. the heart or wherever he gets fatality. He gets fatality, yeah. yeah. And I don't think is Ooh, that daddy. is this canon that vampires and silver? I always thought that was werewolves and silver. Did they just make that in this? That it's. Sil- I think they just put that in here because oh, I was going to say I don't want to say I'm a vampire expert, but I was like, this isn't a thing in other movies. I'm on board for it because it's like you know who, whatever who cares. Yeah. But I was like. This isn't a thing, because when Henry Sturgis, in the beginning, when you see him being trained as a hunter, he's like, when Judas betrayed Jesus for seven pieces, like, this became the, I yeah. thought that was a the cool thing to kill evil. <laughs> yeah. Right, but I was just like, wait, yeah. I didn't even this isn't that. how you kill vampires. I didn't even notice well, that that was werewolves. But, but Lily, Lily, you forget <clears throat> that Pontius Pilate was a vampire. <laughs> right. And all the bad things that happened to the Christians was because of yeah. vampire Romans, I'm sure. <laughs> Judas Iscariot was a God. Anything bad happening in the world, you know who's a vampire? Yeah. Mitch McConnell. That's funny, Peter. No. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz and is Graham. <laughs> oh my God. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a vampire. Oh yes. And then you guys in the beginning too, when you when we first see Henry Sturgis, he's putting on like a sunscreen, and I'm like, wait, is that supposed to protect you from the sun? Yeah. Oh really? That doesn't. Oh my like, god. Like you see him putting on like, like he's getting all together because vamp because Lincoln caught him like in the throes with this woman mm-hmm. in the tub having like sexy time, and he's like getting like his jacket on and everything, and he's putting on like a powder or something. I'm like. Are you telling me that there is a readily available lotion that vampires can procure? Well, there's so many vampires, like in that one, in, in the, the one sun, small town of Springfield. The there's so like there's a vampire what butcher? There's a vampire banker, candlestick sure maker, <laughs> candlestick maker. Uh, the butcher has is it the butcher who has the trap door? No, that's the that's... physician. Or the that's the physician. Yeah, because he's like grinding up herbs. And, yes. Yeah. Or the that I love guy. that like that, Pharmacy that, that. There's the whole Aaron Stibble Junior. There's a whole sequence where this movie all of a sudden becomes Sweeney Todd, <laughs> and Abraham Lincoln is uh, going after a, a physician who he has learned is a vampire. That was a and cool. And the physician like throws some powder in his face and then pulls a lever and activates this trap door and Abraham Lincoln falls into the cellar and gets hung up by his foot and he sees all these victims around getting oh. drained of blood i thought that was actually yeah. good exsanguinated and then Peter, um, talk my French favorite kind of um oh, i want to kiss your arm and <laughs> like that i want to lick your face all right well, uh, what's my, up? one of my favorite um like scenes that are just right next to each other you see lincoln he's kind of on this vampire killing spree, killing spree. and Kill him in this one scene 
<laughs> where he finds a blacksmith. I'm pretty sure it's a blacksmith because there's this big open fire yeah. that he works oh, in, the yeah, vampire. Yeah. And Lincoln just takes his head and throws it in the fire and he's pumping more yeah. fire <laughs> that was yeah. via this pump. And it's just like, you can just see like, oh, he's a killer. He's he's a maniac. He's just on a he's killing a spree. And then all of a sudden he wakes up and he's having tea with Mary Todd and he's yep. tired because he's been, he's been working nights Aww. and he's in this pristine like little white outfit and yep. it's just like it's so great the juxtaposition of like it was so great I love and, that oh what one of like the cutest moments is right after that scene too when uh honest Abe he's walking Mary Todd back to her house like a gentleman like the gentleman that he is yeah like the six foot ten gentleman he yeah. is, mm-hmm. because when they get to the front gate and she leans in to kiss and then comes back and then takes his hat, <laughs> sets it on the ground, stands on it uh, on his stovepipe hat, so they're the same height. I love that. I thought that was so cute. I Such lo- a good like little relationship Ooh. thing. Yeah, I, hate to, I loved I when disagree. um when he was. When she was, <laughs> he was pretend like they were. Ch- she was. He was pretending to like chase her home with the basket. He pretended was like a little demon. Like, yeah, it was so cute. And I, I bet that was improved. The hat taking off. I be- Oh no, the basket. The um, the oh, basket. The basket, going, the basket was kind of weird. <laughs> I like the 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 hat. I was like, is that how hats were that made? That supports her weight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was a hat made out of steel. I I thought it was really <laughs> weird that nobody brought this up uh, in the movie that uh, Lincoln's walking home from killing a vampire or something, and he gets to the front mm-hmm. door, and it's raining out, and somebody's right behind her him, and it turns out to be Mary Todd Lincoln, or just Mary Todd at that point, yeah. walking alone at night in the rain. <laughs> Sneaking up behind him. I yeah. mean, nobody talked about it. That was weird, wasn't it? I couldn't get over that. She missed him. I I don't think that was that weird. No? Leslie, I think you're jaded. I don't think you know that like they're like in love, and this is what people <laughs> who love each other do. They they risk life and limb in Springfield, and Illinois, rain. in the middle of the night, and rain at three o'clock in the morning, in the middle, in in the middle of the night. Jack the Ripper was tearing up women in Britain at that time. That was thousands of miles away. Also, and it was this happens in the... Also, Jack the Ripper was a vampire, so <laughs> we can write that off. Also, this was in the 1830s. Uh, Jack the Ripper, like, 1880s, 1890s. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Just saying. It was a um, but, uh, golden well, age of time. Yeah. While we're um, on the subject of um, Mary Todd, yes. there was this, this one little nugget that I always think of whenever I watch it. I forget about it, and then I watch it, and then I think of it, and then I forget it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they, what this movie does, and I very can't, not campy, but it's, you know, exaggerated. Um, historically, just because, you know, I think Wesley knows a uh, bit of a history nerd here. <laughs> um, there's a lot of baggage around Mary Todd, like oh. growing yes. up. She was the insane one married to this great man who just put up with her. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, um, and the, yeah, just a lot of baggage around her mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think what's cool about this movie is when you make it ridiculous and just throw out the rule book, you also throw away that baggage. So she's just like a normal woman. Yeah. You know, so I think that. See, I think. It- like, probably inadvertently does her kind of credit because she doesn't become this loony bin. She's just a woman who. You know, whose son died. She's going through it. Well, I think so. I always like that about the movie. I thought like they could heighten it more. Like they could make Mary Todd Lincoln like 
know karate or something if they wanted to really well she does she, have great aim she does have yeah, great I've... aim she can she can kill a uh she can kill a vampire with a blunderbuss from, from a blunderbuss with a tiny silver sword <laughs> that that belonged to her dead son that belonged to her dead son she doesn't even flinch you guys like she's not even afraid it's like <sighs> oh she's such a badass and so that's sure. that's one thing that i think the movie does well um reclaiming because i do some yeah it's like when you throw out the rule book and say who cares we're making it about vampires yeah. you kind of just reinvent her and throw away that gross stuff about and also very speculative too historically like we don't really know what she went through like we don't know like there was no diagnosis her, fam- her like, family was like torn apart by the war like Half of her brothers yeah, died she, in the she, Confederate She army. buried three children. Like, this woman went through hell. No, I get you. Uh, I just, I, I don't know. It, that blend, though, was weird. Where And, and we already <laughs> talked about it, so I'm not going to retread old well, stuff. Well, so. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about my conspiracy theory. Okay, what's your conspiracy okay, theory? Okay, we've reached that so, moment. The way that Abraham Lincoln gets um, recruited. He's in a bar. Um and he he's drinking his straight whiskey and Henry his dad Sturgis, just died. His dad Benjamin just Stark. died. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Stark has died. Yes. And Henry Sturgis, who he has not properly met yet, comes in, um, and uh, says, "A man only drinks like that when he's getting ready to kiss a girl or kill a man." And slaps him on the back, and Abe drops a gun, and it's like, oh. As, oh, oh no! That he, he's got ah, he's got to kill a vampire, um, at which he doesn't, and that thankfully leads to the greatest chase scene of all time. Uh, um, but exactly. at the end of the movie, we come to modern times, and modern times, Henry Sturgis, because he's a vampire, is still alive, and he once again goes into a bar and sees a guy drinking. And says the same line, man only drinks like that when he's getting ready to kiss a girl or kill a man, slaps on the back, gun falls out again. And I swear, when I saw this in theaters, (laughs) the man in modern times, I could have sworn they got a Barack Obama look That's who I thought it was. I thought it was Barack (laughs) Obama. I was like... Really? What? What's happening? And I was so ready for Barack Obama Vampire Hunter to come out in the next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, but no, it, when you watch it, I, I don't know what it was. But like when, when you watch it now, it's like obviously just like some white dude. It turns out it was the writer. Oh, was um, it? Yeah, it was the, the writer who uh, played him. But I in my mind it is baked in. I can <laughs> see Obama's head every time when I imagine that scene. And I think my conspiracy theory is that they filmed that and then some producer saw it. It was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, Guys, whoa, whoa. Cut let's... that out. We can't have freaking Obama, the sitting president, uh implied to be a vampire hunter in your weird historical <laughs> mashup movie." <laughs> I thought that was Obama for the, and then I watched it today, and I was like, it doesn't look quite like Obama as much yeah. as I thought. He's a white guy. Well, yeah, he's a yeah. white guy. It's yeah. just in the shadows. I didn't know like what race he was. Yeah, but yeah, it didn't but, look as much. But I'd say now, now that um, now that we're two presidents past Obama, let's make it. I'm ready for the sequel. Yeah. You know? Oh, oh yeah. You, you know uh, the uh. Get on it, Seth Graham Smith. <laughs> you know what I I would have loved if 
What's that? They had just made this movie, and they didn't mention that it was Abraham Lincoln until, like, the end. <laughs> and then it was, like, four score and many years ago. And everybody was like, wait, that's Abraham Lincoln? He's Are they yeah. are they saying that he was supposed to be a vampire slayer this whole time? That's what I would have loved. <laughs> that would have been fun. If they just ham-fisted Abraham Lincoln in there. <laughs> yeah. He was obviously Abraham Lincoln the whole time. Of course. Of course. Gosh, yeah, Henry uh, Henry Sturgis was um, an interesting character because you learn like, oh, he's a vamp. Like halfway through, you're like, oh my god, he's a vampire, and vampires can't kill other. I vampires. love that rule. No, vampires can't kill the vampires that made them. What? No, okay. no, no. Wait, no, no. It's you can't. Vampires just can't kill each other. Can't can, they? Can't kill any of them in the book? No, because in the f- different, but they can't kill each other. Which I it made oh. me go like oh that's kind of the the Olympians getting heroes to kill yeah. other Olympians. Okay, so they need the hunt. Which I thought that was a good rule. I like that's that. why they need the hunters. Yeah, yeah. Um, which did kind of make sense why they would need hunters mm-hmm. if they. Oh yeah, because he says only the living can kill the dead. That's right. Um, because yeah, because in the flashback you see that in like colonial times or like however many mm-hmm. you know decades or centuries ago, Henry Sturgis. Adam turned him into a vampire right. and then killed him. The woman he was with, I don't know, girlfriend, lover, wife. Sister, mother. The, kissing. He, Making yeah, out. Kissing, yeah. romantically involved. <laughs> um, she was so annoying. What? Because she just screamed. <laughs> well, her... <laughs> I did not expect w- you to whatever, say that. Her romantic interest is being, like, is being attacked and killed he in said, front of her. <laughs> he said, take the horses and run. What did she do? She said, oh, I'll throw a plank of wood on this guy's back. That'll show him. And then all she does. In her defense, she did not know he was a vampire. Yeah, but it's like she's she's outnumbered. And then all she does is just scream the same note. Just, and then dies. And then it's like, oh, sad backstory. I have a fun fact about that scene. Um, so It's a fun it, scene. It, like you said. Uh, there's the scene where uh, uh, Adam bites down on Henry's neck, turns him into a vampire, um, apparently. And his name is Adam, uh, like the first man. His name's <gasps> Adam. <gasps> the whole. Apparently, nobody had told Rufus Sewell how to do the vampire bite. <laughs> and there's an interview with him where he says, yeah, I had never played a vampire before. <laughs> Which I thought was just a funny sentence on its own. Right. Um, and he, he says, I'd never played a vampire before, so I didn't know how to do the bite. Uh, and he had these big, long prop teeth on. And he actually bit... Dominic Cooper. <laughs> yeah, he actually bit Dominic T- Cooper, and he broke the prop teeth. Jesus. <gasps> because he just went like, well, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Acting, right? <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, that's why Dominic Cooper is actually a vampire to this day. That's why Dominic Cooper yeah, Meth- hates Rufus. <laughs> Absolute yeah, animosity on the set. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so when you see Dominic Cooper screaming in the movie, because you will be watching this movie after you we finish oh, the podcast, um, those screams are real. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, They're authentic. I will say, you, you mentioned what your favorite line was, and it was the, there are different kinds of... Uh, yeah, there's more than one yes. railroad. This isn't the only railroad. I liked when Adam was doing his monologue 
about how he was like there when the slaves of Egypt were <laughs> happening and I've seen Jews build Egypt's yeah. glory. But I liked when he said men have enslaved each other since they invented gods to forgive them for doing it. That was a <laughs> sick it's a good line. line. I was like, yeah. okay, there's some, good writing. There's some good there's just some good one-liners. I thought Adam was a really good villain. If oh, He was excellent. Especially, Especially if he was last minute like that. Yeah, Ooh. me too. That's yeah. why I was so surprised that he was last minute. And I'm curious of it what really it was it like in the comic book. Because apparently Edgar Allan Poe was supposed to Well, it's a to novel. Be. Oh, I keep thinking oh, it's, yeah. it's a novel. This is not a graphic gotcha. novel like Priest. I Wesley. thought it was a graphic novel. It lends itself <laughs> graphic novel-y stuff so that's what i thought yeah. but you know i i also saw that that edgar Allan poe's in the novel um and i don't really see his role in the story he was in baltimore <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> and they were I in springfield oh yeah that he was a very close friend of abraham lincoln <laughs> But okay, because the Harriet Tubman thing, I'm like, yep, makes sense. Underground Railroad, also, the timelines add up. Ed, but yeah, Edgar Allan Poe's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. I think he died before the Civil War. I'm just gonna look this up. I have a com- yeah, super he died computer young. in my pocket, so let me just look this Ugh. up. And he would have just been like bar hopping in Baltimore at this time too. I can I can just imagine how they would do him in the movie too. Like, <sighs> so yeah, great. he died but, like 15 years before the Civil War. <laughs> yeah i, I i'm Sorry, sure that in the book somewhere he has some i i will put money down that somewhere in the book he says that one of his poems is actually about vampires the raven. <laughs> like, like you know how i cut up a guy and could steer, still hear his heart beating under the floorboards that's because he was a vampire and he didn't actually die <laughs> Yeah, Henry Sturgis needs a new hunter because Edgar Allan Poe just died. Yeah. Gosh, we are watching kind of the similar schlock lately. We watched this kind yeah. of reminds me of uh, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but uh-huh. it has the plot devices of Priest. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's weird that we we do this, but maybe obscure well, I, movies I think like it's, this. Yeah, it, uh, I feel like they lend themselves to uh, it. Like, unless a movie like that is done really well, they do just fall out of public consciousness, and then yeah. we're just reminding ourselves of them every single week. So it's like, oh yeah, let's watch this one. Next. We honestly, this is talking about the show during the show, but like, yeah, we should meta. We should kind of dissect maybe why this fell out of fell out of consciousness for you guys i think it's a harder argument for me this movie's terrible and i think <laughs> it deserves or uh it uh it fell out of public consciousness because it wasn't the yeah. the schlocky uh romp well, adventure action well, movie that people wanted like i wanted yeah so i what well, what i think is it's it's already kind of difficult for like horror action stuff to stick around and it's like, there's not very many like horror like but you you can name like the four big ones but i i feel like they typically don't stick around very long and then at the same time there was an oscar-winning lincoln movie that came <laughs> out and we were coming out like we were still in the height of twilight yeah. and vampire movies were everywhere so i feel like it was saturated in both parts of its creation and then it did not do well critically 
um it did like somewhat well just from an audience score it did make its budget back like it was technically successful Mm. at the box office and i think too um the fact that tim burton's name was attached to it i think could be an asset and a deterrent yeah because i think at this time there was a bit of a burton burnout that's a good yeah with a lot of people that's a good point um because even though he didn't direct it, like he's the reason this movie was able to get made. Yeah. So the and fact that I think I, that might be it too. Yeah, I think, I think well, to your point, Wesley, what you were saying earlier, how it feels kind of like a gritty reboot type thing. Yeah. That's when all those were coming out too. So it kind of like, unless you watched it and just really loved it, like I think me and Lily did, I, I think you probably, I think probably 90% of people forgot about it the next week. Yeah. Um, and just moved on to the and next wasn't Abraham big... Lincoln movie and the next vampire movie. <laughs> totally. And um, there wasn't a big star. That's true. This had no stars. The yeah. guy, like, I forgot his name already. What's the guy? Benjamin Walker? Yeah, I've not, I've not seen him in any anything else. The minor characters yeah, were so he way was more a... uh, famous. Yeah. So he was in um, a Nicholas Sparks movie, The Choice. Okay. Uh-huh. He was the lead in that. <laughs> Didn't he also play Andrew Jackson later on Broadway? He did. He played Andrew Jackson. Then he played um, whoever the lead guy is in um, American Psycho. He oh, was that as well. Uh, I was going to say Jason Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Patrick, and then he played Patrick Bateman. On, and then he Broadway? was in- um, They made a Broadway show of that? Yeah. Oh, it did. did um, I didn't know that. A lot of like, theater goers really liked it, but it didn't last long. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and then he was in this movie that I kind of liked. It was based on the Nathaniel Philbrick uh book in the Heart of the Sea that I had to read oh. for twelve uh, for AP Comp. I want to watch that. Um, we had to pick a nonfiction, and he played the captain of the ship that was attacked by the whale. Oh, that has so he's right. got like he's still working. Like he's not by no means like a failed actor. No. Like he gets work. no. I wasn't. Yeah, I just and um fun fact he is. He used to be Meryl Streep's uh, son-in-law, but they, he divorced. They divorced. Oh yeah, I, I was reading the the trivia on IMDb. Yeah, that's is the one I read. When he was married to Meryl Streep's daughter was the same year that Meryl Streep presented the Oscar for Best Actor to Daniel Day Lewis for Lincoln. I do remember that that Oscar Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, they a... won that the same year. I thought. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. D- Daniel Day Lewis made like a funny comment when his when he uh, in his acceptance speech and he said something about you know they offered me uh the iron lady but i i just i was too busy or something along the lines i thought that was a yeah he's a funny guy a humorous moment from what i i consider him actually a humorless man so i i should watch more (laughs) interviews apparently if he's if he's funny i don't know (laughs) yeah i i don't think i've ever actually seen a daniel day lewis interview (laughs) i've just seen him but I, I think we we have pretty much made our opinions clear, but let let's just keep the uh yeah. let's keep the uh uh through line through all these episodes. Let's say we're fishermen. <laughs> or explorers. <laughs> I don't know. We're explorers. We're explorers. We've entered the jungles of obscurity and we've found a a new ancient civilization that is Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. Are we are we bringing this information back to the mainland for all the world to see? Or are we leaving it lost in the jungles? I know my answer. I'm bringing this right back to the British Museum, and everyone can come watch it and uh, talk about it and love it and share it with all their friends. And I'll be joining Peter at the British Museum with um, a megaphone 
preaching the good word of this movie. I will observe this. What do we call it? An artifact, or are we observing it as a? Hey, I, I don't know. I said ancient civilization, oh. which is kind of difficult to transport yes. to a museum. But who cares? Okay, I will look at this ancient civilization. Go, hmm. All right. And then turn around, <laughs> not even write it in my diary, <laughs> that I will publish to the world. Oh, that is <laughs> that is great. what I'll do. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I didn't like the silver revelation. We didn't talk about that, but that silver revelation at the end where it's like, how do we defeat vampires? It's like he's been oh, defeating yeah. vampires yeah, he looks with at his silver, and then it only it takes him to look at a silver fork to be like yes we can yep, use it, it's a pretty it, it's a pretty convenient like hmm yes i'm the president i can t- take everybody's silver <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't even think about that i guess and then he puts well, it on a train and he yep. the leader but not of the, the train free world think. actually not at this point <laughs> but he the leader of uh, america gets on a train <laughs> with his buddies and I mean, it's the ultimate grift. You know what? Maybe that's historically <laughs> accurate because he made. It's a heist movie. He essentially worked at a convenience store and made one of the yeah. employees the general attorney. So I guess it fits with that theme of like, let's just go on a railroad and yeah. kick it. Right. Well, if if you at home want to watch this movie, you can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Hulu. Yep. Um, you can it, ask me to borrow my DVD exactly. copy. <laughs> I have a physical copy. Lily has a physical copy. I do not. Um, and I'm sure it's going to show up more places just because it's like one of those IPs that's just floating around <laughs> and nobody really cares too much to pay for it these days. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. I think, unless you guys have any final words. Oh, uh, I'm looking at my notes. Don't underestimate a, a carriage, like a horse. You know, uh, like when you got to yeah. break into a place and save your friends from vampires. Doing, don't overthink you. it. Doing donuts don't overthink it. Carriage. Fast and Furious 11. <laughs> yeah. We're going back to Lincoln Times. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. And, and oh, I can actually see them doing that, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Going back in time. And uh, Popular Sovereignty. Uh, was very well examined in this movie. Exactly. What does that mean? Well, sorry. I... That was like, who's ever in the state gets to choose if there's slavery or not. Oh. Like, it was a way for people yeah. to avoid making Stephen any Douglas's decisions. Platform. Oh. Yeah. oh, wow. Wow, there was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You learn that. something new every movie. I... <laughs> Hashtag thank you, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. Okay. Well, I've been Peter. I've been Lily. I have been Wesley. And we are no longer any of those people. We are, uh, Thank you for listening. Yeah. This has been Hello from Obscurity. <laughs>